welcome to the Eric in the Morning podcast on 101.9 The Mix Chicago. All right, take it away, Eric. So a friend just told me, writes this person, not to put your bananas next to other fruit because it releases a chemical that will ripen the rest faster. Is this true? Whip says, I believe it could be, but I recall only from a conversation in March of 2013. Yeah, there's something not there. not the specifics. Something there. Wow. Uh, <laughs> what could that possibly be, Gail? Hi. Good morning. Good morning. Work- yes, I actually work in the produce department. Oh, cool. Look at that. Yay. Any, uh, <laughs> yay. Any truth to the fact that the bananas are the bully of the fruit aisle? Yes, actually. Uh, when the bananas come in, they're all wrapped in um, plastic in the box, and we have to rip off the plastic and stack them a certain way so they can gas. Gas. So they can gas. <laughs> yeah. They're like farting? Bananas gas. <laughs> they emit gas. Well, yeah, it's like they release they release uh, gas and it um so yeah, <laughs> that's, that's nice. We have to nice. um stack them like I said a certain way for yeah. it. Wow. I didn't know that. And will the will the releasing of the banana gas wreck my plums? Um, I believe so. I believe so. That's why they are by themselves, and that's why when we stack them, they're actually in their own section also. I I honestly have already... It's 5.58 in the morning on a Monday, and I already learned something I never heard before. Bananas yeah. actually give off gas in the uh, produce yeah. aisle. I never knew. Can I ask you about mangoes, too? Because we got a text from oh, 773. Don't even get me started on the mangoes. <laughs> uh, and, uh, they are the real bullies of the old fruit aisle. They say that they stock fruit as well, and they're not allowed to put the bananas or the mangoes next to other fruit. Is Mangoes fart true? too. That I do not know. Oh. That um, that we just keep in our cooler in the back. The mangoes, so okay. I'm not quite sure gotcha. about those. Gotcha. That's yeah. that's interesting. You know what? Uh, this falls under the umbrella of tricks of the grocery department. I never I never knew about. It. I mm-hmm. learned a there's, lot. There's a lot of tricks. Gail, you're the best. Thank you for the help. <laughs> sure. Have a good one. You too. Who knew? I honestly didn't know that. Did you know that? No. Bananas give off a gas. Banana- Farting bananas are a problem with the plums. <laughs> they got to yeah. let them fart. By the way, if for what it's worth, if you get a chance, go to YouTube. The reason I keep making the plum joke, uh, go to YouTube and just YouTube Will Ferrell plums. Just do that. Okay. Hmm. And it's an outtake of Will Ferrell talking about holding your plums. <laughs> okay. Well... <laughs> I believe you'll really enjoy because he can't stop laughing. That's the best time. Yeah, those are the best. Yeah. I need a team. Hmm. I mean, the Bears are out now. And even when I was watching the game yesterday, I didn't get, a, you know, overly worked up at the beginning. And I never really felt like, I. It, as I sat down to watch, I thought, if they win, it's a miracle. Yeah. That's a great thing. I'm not going to get my expectations too high. Let's just see how well they play. That's really all it was. So when it was over, I just kind of, I was kind of like Jimmy Graham. We caught the touchdown and ran out. That's that it. it. <laughs> Thank you for coming. That's it. See you again. Never. Uh, need somebody to root for. 312-233-1019. Lori, your suggestion? The Buccaneers. The Buccaneers. Okay. Are Why? Because who doesn't love Tom Brady? Me. I don't. <laughs> well, that's not a some here every day. You love Tom Brady? I do, yes. He's really? my favorite. Are you a Patriots fan? I am. Mm-hmm. So you're really just a Tom Brady fan. Wherever he goes, that's who you root for. Correct, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, she's right. firm in it, though. She wasn't wavering at all. Well, at least you own it. What was your question, Violetta? Uh, I forgot what color they wear. They got a little red, a little red brown, a little yeah. everything in there. Yeah. You're looking only for colors? Yes. Uh, you suggest, uh, who do I root for, Frank? Uh, Tom Brady again. Oh, oh my God. wow. The Buccaneers. Really? I made a mistake before, Frank. I said, you know, there are eight teams left. There's one I can't root for. I think we know who that is. 
<laughs> yeah. I can't root for Green He's Bay. He's a man. You got to love Tom Brady. I don't know if I, I, I don't you have gotta. to. I don't, I'm not a Tom Brady guy. I didn't know there were this many. <laughs> I mean, other than where he plays. Uh, Whippet made the suggestion. You agree with him at number three, Linda. It's time to start rooting for. The Cleveland Browns. They're going to be the Cinderella story. Mm. All right. As of right now, I would agree with you. They have a little Cinderella quality to them. They do. Plus, those Baker Mayfield commercials are pretty funny. I do kind of enjoy the Baker Mayfield commercials, like even though I don't like him very much either. Yeah, he's winning me over with the commercials. That's true. That's true. At number two, this is kind of what I thought I would go with, Nick. The Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills. It's oh. another one. Yeah. That's true. Bad town, good team. Yeah, hasn't like been good. Underdog. Yeah. yeah. Hasn't been good for a really long time till now. Yeah. Yeah, they're having a, a pretty good run. And finally, in at number one, everybody seems to think, I don't know, I guess if I have to, Carolyn. Uh, and you're right. There's only six teams to pick from, uh-huh. but you got to go Saints. Saints. Even after yesterday, huh? Or oh, strictly yeah. because of yesterday. No, I, I'm a Drew Brees fan, so and the Saints, so you got to go Saints. Yeah, he's almost as old as Tom. Yeah, they match only, up this only, weekend. Yeah, only by a year, right. really. Drew's 42. Tom's 43. All right, I'll go for the. I'm definitely going for the Saints over the Bucks, though. Yeah, I have to do that. Three one two two three three one zero one nine. Now, hang on, Katie, Shannon, we got a couple of questions for you here regarding. The Netflix series Bridgerton, which was uh, viewed, uh, they say, by over 63 million people. Whip says that's not true. It was like 12. 12 <laughs> yeah, people. 12 people. Exactly. Yeah, Netflix has <laughs> elevated or or uh, inflated those statistics from 12 to 63 million. Yeah, just be aware they can do that. Right. Uh, and something that was brought up about this, because I know Violetta has, uh, you've seen all eight episodes? Yeah, you okay. can't stop watching it. You were talking about this with the trending on Twitter, and I wanted to know a couple of things about it. Hi, Katie. Hello. Uh, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Uh, Katie, have you seen, I'm great, thank you. Have you seen <laughs> Bridgerton? I have. All eight episodes? Yes. Okay. Now, uh, i got to ask a couple of quick personal things here, Katie, okay? <laughs> okay. Uh, Katie, how old are you? I'm 28. All right, you're 28. Imagine for a moment that uh, your mom or your dad or your aunt or your or uh, an, an older coworker, you know, somebody in their 50s or 60s says to you, I'd like to sit down and watch this with you, Katie, like an aunt. <laughs> would you sit down and watch this show with them or would you avoid it? Uh, I'd probably avoid it. Okay. I ask that because it's described here according to news.com. <laughs> As one of the raunchier shows on TV. Do you agree with that? A hundred percent. hundred percent. It's passionately done, though. Is it yes, passionate yes. or is it raunchy? There's a difference, Katie. Um, it is, I would say it's a. It's like 50-50. Okay. Because I'm okay with either. I'm just trying to determine who I watch this with. Uh, yeah. Uh, the show <laughs> features, I'm reading verbatim what it says from news.com. The show features explicit lovemaking scenes. Well, uh, you should be out. Well, I'm not, I mean, for, as far as watching it with most people, you right. should probably uh, eliminate most people at that point. Now, on yes. a scale of 1 to 10, Katie, it says explicit. 10 being they're not holding anything back. You see everything. It might as well be on Pornhub. <laughs> 1 being they've lost their minds. There's nothing there. Where does it fall? I would say like a 6 or like Game of Thrones was way worse okay. than Bridgerton. Oh wow! You don't see a lot. You hear a lot. Okay. And no, you correct. You get the essence of a lot that's happening. So Game of Thrones yeah. is worse than Bridgerton. 
Okay. Yes. All right. Do you think, uh, have you listened to this, this show for some time? Yes, I listen every morning for Thank the you. last, like, five years. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> You're do you th- welcome. Do you think I'd like it or would I not like it? It's not for me. I don't think you would like it. Okay, there we go. All right. <laughs> I, you'd get, I you'd get one episode in and maybe one episode in and be right. like, nope, I'm out. I appreciate the honesty because I really tried Katie on Game of Thrones. I really did try. Oh, yeah. No, then you like Bridgerton at all. <laughs> okay. Thank <laughs> you for the help, Katie. Thank you. Hi, Shannon. Uh, do you agree with what Katie said that it's it's uh, somewhere between uh, raunchy and explicit and sexy? Uh, yes, I would definitely agree. Okay, would you watch it with uh, one of your older relatives, or would you prefer to go to the basement by yourself and watch it alone? <laughs> I would totally go to the basement by myself. Okay, all right. <laughs> all right. So I have like a 17-year-old daughter. If she wanders in the room, should I dive behind a couch? Um, yeah, I mean, even if she's not in the room, I'm pretty sure it would be embarrassing. Oh, boy. All right. Scale of 1 to 10, it's described as explicit and gross and raunchy. All right, maybe not gross, but you get the idea. Uh, is <laughs> it between uh, closer to a 1 or a 10? Um, I would say it's definitely closer to a 10. I would say uh, maybe a 6 or 7. What's the What's the storyline on all this? What's it about? So, it's about um, a... A time period in like the 1800s mm-hmm. where their girls are supposed to be married off mm-hmm. um, and the uh, engagements are pretty quick okay. and um, the goal is to get married. Okay. Well, and, and, they're not a, yeah. Yeah. and they're not allowed to touch each other until they're married. It's all that so. wool they're wearing. Right. They're trying to, it takes forever to get all that wool off. So they have a lot of pent up energy. <laughs> oh. And then once they, you know, get to go in, it's like, oh my God, they just really? can't stop. Do you think it's yeah. uh, modern society isn't anything like this? No, no. People are definitely uh, less chased, I okay. would say. All right. All right. Thank you for the input. But it makes you want to almost go back because you're like, wow, is, would it be that passionate if we weren't even allowed to hold hands? 63 million people can't be wrong unless uh, you listen to Whip, then they're all wrong because no one watched it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, 12 million can't be wrong either, Eric. Are you going to watch it, Whip? No. no. Oh, it looks awful. Looks it's, awful. Well, to to my taste, yeah, I, it's not really up my alley. Do you either. like Pride and Prejudice kind of stuff? No, no oh. one likes Pride and Prejudice. <laughs> I, I love Pride and Prejudice. All of the Jane Austen. Is that like stuff. the English patient? Is that like <laughs> we were treading lightly <laughs> to not steal all of Violetta's material for trending on Twitter at six fifty five on a Monday morning? Uh, I don't know what's about to unfold. I know Violetta's been running around back to Whip Studio a lot, so I'm guessing there's all sorts of <gasps> clips uh, and yeah. uh, sound effects and that kind of thing. She did mention, Whip, that she's terrified to come in your room because it's so freaking loud in there because you're deaf and everything's up so loud. <laughs> I didn't uh, say I, that. I, yeah. I need that as I'm a... deaf, too. Swanee puts on my headphones. He's like, how do you even put those on yeah. your head? It's like an energy enhancer when I have the music up loud. Okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. <laughs> Trending on Twitter top three things as we head into a Monday that the whole world is focused on. You ready, Violetta? Yes. At number three. It was Sean Paul's birthday over the weekend, and because of that, Jake Gyllenhaal is starting to trend because of an interview that he did with a British radio show where he revealed how much he loves Sean Paul Mm. and how Sean Paul makes everything better no matter what song he's in. He rocks. Uh, Take a listen. Sean Paul makes every song better he's in. Absolutely, there's no... He's a genius. There's not a song he's on at a remix that he's on that isn't good. Yeah, come on. He's a genius. There's not a moment he comes on the radio where you're not like, come on. He makes driving fun. Jake Gyllenhaal listens to Cheap Thrills. What's that supposed to mean? 
Just wouldn't have pegged you for a cheap thrills fan. Let's be honest. Who doesn't like a cheap thrill? <laughs> who are all those people? <laughs> Some British guys. And then, Is that uh... the breakfast flakes, man? <laughs> One of them was Tom Holland, right? And yeah. then the uh, the and then the BBC host, oh. whoever that was. All right. Yeah. All right. Good for Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. You had me, then he lost me. Uh, it was all for Jake, and then I heard the breakfast flakes, and I got him out. Why? <laughs> trending on Twitter, number two. So Army Hammer also trending on Twitter after alleged DMs were leaked in which he allegedly says that he um, is all about being a cannibal and drinking blood. Oh, my God. He's an actor probably best recognized for his role in the social network. You know, he played the two rich twins that were booted out of Facebook. The Winklevoss twins. Yeah. Yep. yep. Got it. So that's the whole trend. All right, and trending on Twitter, number one. Huge news for Sex and the City fans. HBO Max announced that the show is coming back. This time, though, it's only going to have Carrie, Charlotte, and Miranda navigating love and friendship in the big city. Kim Cattrall, is, uh, who played Samantha, is not going to be in this series. Because they hate her. Well, yeah, there's a lot of drama always circulating about her and Sarah Jessica Parker. Mm-hmm. So not really sure exactly what happened there. But it's going to be 10 half-hour episodes, and it's going to begin production in late spring in New York. Okay. Okay. So it's the so same excited. people? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, three of the big four. It's not, but it's not like, uh, yeah. So I, I didn't know this, so that's very informative because I thought maybe they'd be doing like a, uh, you know. Uh-huh. Like a remake. Yeah, like a remake with some other, you know, some 20-year-olds or something. Uh-huh. No, no, no. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's the same ones. Yeah. It's playing the same characters, except now in middle age. Got it. Uh, Mr. Big will come rolling in with a walker. Oh, Mr. Big <laughs> still looks it. good. <laughs> so it's become a problem in Minnesota. Police departments are seeing a rise in 911 butt dials, uh, mainly from ice fishermen. Uh, They advise them while crouching over an ice hole with your phone in your pocket. Make sure you've locked your phone, otherwise you'll activate the magic 911 call. And they don't want that. No. Next thing you know, you're you're pulling a a muskie out of your ice hole. There's an ambulance driving over the lake to you. Yeah, checking out your shanty. When's the last time you pulled a muskie out of your ice hole, Whip? It's been too long. Uh, Hi there, Rachel. Hi. Hi, uh, accidental 911 call? Yeah, so I actually have an app on my phone that, like, will send the police your location if you set the alarm off. Right. And <laughs> and I was in dog training classes with, like, a bunch of other families, and I had apparently set the alarm off not knowing, and, you know, they, like, contact you before sending a police unit right. out to you, but right. I... I was not paying attention to my phone because I was training my dog. Right. And then, so the dogs all calmed down, and then in comes two officers with a canine unit. Incorporated enough for a dog training, which, the, you know, the ultimate right. trained dog is there. Right. So then the canines come in, and they're like, um, is there a Rachel here? And I was like, uh, yeah. 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 And they were like, you set an alarm off. And I'm thinking, I don't have an alarm on my house. Like, what? I know. And the next thing you know, you check your phone and it all makes sense now. Yeah. That's exactly what they're saying is going on on the ponds in Minnesota. Because the fishermen crouch over their ice holes, activate it, and they don't check their phone for the callback. There's like 19 layers on. You can't feel it. Yeah. Right. Next thing you know, the cop's driving out onto the lake. Right. I nursed on. Good morning. Yeah, so I'm a nurse, and I work in procedures, and I was all gloved up, and my watch, my Apple Watch, actually activated the 911, and I had no idea, and I could hear my phone ringing, apparently they call you back. Right. 
And I didn't answer the phone, and they then texted my emergency contact, which was my husband and my mom. Oh, man. So they were getting, yes, and they were getting alerts with my location, and they're calling me. Are you okay? What's going on? At least on the upside, we know the system works. Yeah. It works. (laughs) Unbelievable. Now I'm terrified to even touch my phone. <laughs> Look at this. Uh, hi, Officer Ford. Hi there. How's it going? Uh, um, good. I got a call about like a week ago. Butt dial 911 hang up and uh, went there, knocked on the door. The uh, guy answered. Said, yeah, we got the call. Anything anything going on? He's like, no, everything's fine. His, his son comes in the room. He's like, what's going on? And I said, uh, yeah, we got this call. Uh we heard arguing in the background. Is everything okay? And they're like, oh, my God. Yeah, that was, it was a butt dial. We were arguing and yelling about the Bears game with the Packers. <laughs> ah, ah, it's Bears-Packers weekend. Yeah. And then, and then I, uh, and I told dispatch, yeah, everything's okay. They're arguing about the game. And uh, they're like, oh, understandable. Right, right. We, we hear that all the time on Bears-Packers <laughs> weekends. Uh, Violetta's worked here a couple of years now and still doesn't know the guys down the hall what their names are. <laughs> She at least owns it. So, of course, you got to mess with that whip. What she doesn't know is I've told her the one their names, but in reverse. Okay, well, that'll oh. confuse now everybody. I called them the wrong name on yeah. top of not knowing their name. I'm yes. like, hey, guys. And then you got to start sticking with that. <laughs> yeah. I actually did run into somebody here who I didn't recognize, and I came this close to calling building security, but apparently they're an employee here. Oh, okay. Well, that, that makes sense. They found themselves in a situation just like Casey. Hi, Casey. <laughs> Hi there. Uh, what happened? Um, so unfortunately I was, uh, furloughed a while ago because of COVID. Mm -hmm. So I started a new job, um, only about two months ago. Okay. So I am based in Chicago. My entire team is either in Detroit or New York. So I'm not going to know anyone when I go to the Chicago office. I don't work with any of them. I'm not going to know any faces. I'm not going to know where the bathroom is, how Mm -hmm. to, where I sit, where the computers. That's a good one. Like you're not even, anything. You don't even know where the bathroom is. Right. At your workplace. I know nothing. I don't even know what my commute is like. You could walk in there and it could have been overrun by people that don't belong there and you wouldn't even know. Have no idea. Hmm. And they're not going to know you. They're probably going to call the cops on you. Probably. <laughs> I mean, they totally could. I, thank God for Zoom that maybe one or two people in the Chicago office have seen right. my face right. and announcements from HR. But beyond that, I mean, two months ago, I likely am not even going to meet my team for over a year. Look Whoa. at that. Mm-hmm. And I think there are a lot of people in that situation. Yeah, yeah. When, And it's true. When you do go in, you will have talked to these people for a year, but you won't know where to go get coffee. Right. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, hi there. You probably should know it about work, but don't, Mike. Yeah, um, I don't know when my payday is. <laughs> now, that is the first thing you should figure out. <laughs> yeah. May yeah. want to ask a couple of questions about that. Yeah. I get a random paycheck on, in the mail, and I get uh, direct deposits to show up randomly in my account. So like, I have no man. idea what payday is. No, it appears I... to be working fine. Yeah, maybe don't ask any questions, yeah. actually. <laughs> Just keep it coming. And I haven't gone to work for like four years. So. I, I'm not going to say anything. Wait but... a second. <laughs> Robin, it's a sign of the times. You probably should know it at work, but don't. So I'm a teacher, and I hadn't been in in a long time, and I had to run into my classroom to get something. I go up to the keypad, Mm -hmm. and I am putting in my code multiple times. And then I realize I'm uh, putting in my bank pin. (laughs) You don't even remember the door code to get in the building. Uh, It's just such a force of habit. If you you get out of the habit, you don't know it anymore. That is true. Three times the bank pin. Yep. That's true. Never got in. Had to break in through a window, huh? (laughs) 
what what struck me after the third time. Ah, there you go. Finally, it all starts to come back to you. You looked physically ill when I did this a second ago. (laughs) Oh. Did you see Violetta's face? It looked like like somebody farted over there. Yeah, a little bit. She had the who farted face. Oh, God. That that look on her face. This is going to hurt, I feel like. Hmm. Uh, The average person is keeping how many secrets from their partner? This is the current running average number of secrets people are keeping from their significant other. Got it. Right now. And these can be secrets of all levels, of all kinds, about any kind of topic, I would assume. 312-233-1019. Like, what, what, what do you think the answer is, Whip? Uh, eight. Okay, uh, Violetta, what do you think? Fifteen. Uh, hey, Jen, what do you think? Thirteen. That's exactly oh. right. Thirteen. The magic number. Lucky number thirteen. The average person is keeping thirteen secrets from their partner right now. Jen, are you in a relationship? I am. Is uh, your number higher or lower or right on? Oh, much lower. Much lower. Much of course lower. it is. Of course it is. Are you sitting next to your partner? The Journal of Personality and Social Psychology says that people keep an average of 13 secrets from their partner. I, uh, I honestly don't know uh, what to have as the question right now. There are so many different angles to mother-in-law demands to be in the delivery room since she helped pay for the nursery. Yeah. Which uh, then results in the conversation. Well, I wonder who actually is in there which was then going to result in uh, the approach your mother-in-law took, which then resulted in Violetta saying she would order the man out of the room. I wouldn't order Like it's them. none of his business to even be in there. No. Which then caught me off guard, <laughs> which then made me think maybe I shouldn't be caught off guard. Maybe I don't have any say in, in showing up there, even though I feel like I do. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you do, Whip? Yeah, I mean, if somehow my wife was adamant, like, I don't want you there, I'd be hurt. I don't think I would... Uh, force my way right, in or right, something, but right. uh, yeah, I agree. I, uh, but but I would really uh, hope that she caught be okay off guard at the very least. It's very just scary, very least. you know. Sometimes you want to do scary doctor things by yourself. Hey, Jeff. Yes. Uh, your thoughts. Good morning. Good morning. Um, well, like Violetta says, it was my daughter's choice, and she wanted me, her father, in the birth, in the delivery room. Oh, well, see, now this is a whole different. That's a whole different level. Wow, her <laughs> dad versus her. Her husband, significant other, partner, whatever. That's just boy, when you wow. thought you couldn't add a layer. <laughs> wow! And did you go in there, Chef? And she just thought she me <laughs> than she was with her baby daddy. Uh, so the baby daddy wasn't in there, but you were. Oh no, he was there also. <laughs> okay, you were in one <laughs> corner, he was in the other. <laughs> exactly. Huh? I'm sure, yeah. he loved. I'm that. just keeping track of things yeah. in here. I'm sure, he loved that you were there. Oh, that isn't too awkward. Hi, uh, Kitty. Hi. Hi, uh, in the delivery room. Uh, yes, I'm in the same situation. My my son's uh, girlfriend is is pregnant, mm-hmm. and if she did not want me there, I wouldn't be there. I mean, I've paid for a lot of their stuff, but that's her choice. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Did she request you to be there? No. All right. Like you, you <laughs> caught a break. But keep buying us things. You caught a break. Hi, Megan. Hi. Hi. Mother-in-law in the delivery room. Yes. Um, and I have her there more for the support of my husband than for me. My mom and my husband were there for me, but she was there for my husband. Because this is the first time for him, too. Um, Wait a minute, and I felt it. Your yeah. mom's there. Your mother-in-law's there. Your husband is there. Yep. Who else is there? The FedEx that guy was, is there. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, where I delivered, you were allowed to have three people, and that was it. And this was obviously before COVID. Right, um, right. 
And they so, were up like I in the gallery. Was there seating? Were there bleachers? <laughs> no, but you know what? I did not have any sort of painkillers the first time around. Oh, man. And so I think from that, I mentally blocked it all. I don't even remember having my first son. Okay. So, did you ever consider throwing uh, your husband or boyfriend or whoever it was out of the room? No, but I did. I guess I yelled at the nurses for okay. breaking my water. Right. I got really mean with them. Yeah. But then the second time around, our second son, I, I did it by is. myself with nobody there. Ah, okay. All right. All oh. right. This is the most twisty, turny road I've ever gone Very down. hard to keep track. Yeah. Hi, Leslie. Hey. Hi, um, uh, mother-in-law yeah. in the delivery room? Um, I think the mother-in-law to demand to be in the delivery room is wrong. I personally had my mother-in-law and my mother and my husband in the delivery room. Okay. Again, it seems like that's the magic three-pack of people. Well, and for me, it worked out because my doctor came strolling in after I had already delivered. And my mother-in-law is a registered nurse, so she was there to help. Okay. (laughs) Uh, If there was a checklist, if if you were just about to have the baby and the three people in there have to stand in line in order to see the baby, who goes first, second, and third? I would have to put husband... My mom, my mother-in-law. Yeah, <laughs> come on. There's, there's your lineup right there. <laughs> text topic of the daytime. I have a bunch of text finalists in my hand. So it was a little less than an hour ago on Mixed Morning Mindbender uh, where a journal of psychology revealed that the average person, on average, in a relationship is keeping 13 secrets from their significant other. Yikes, that seems like a lot. Which is fine because he or she is keeping you know roughly the same from you. So it kind of all balances out. Right, right. I guess. So we were thinking, all right, for text topic of the day, rather than sharing that secret you're keeping, why don't you share with us the secret you know they're trying to keep from you, but you already know about. Right. <laughs> so I've got all those finalists here. Sneaky, sneaky. So I thought I would share these. Uh, who is going to pick today's winner? Who will pick today's yeah, I'll winner? I'll pick it, sure. All right, I'll pick my favorite. Violetta, right. your pick, uh, you pick your favorite. Whip, you pick today's winner. These are the secrets they think they're keeping from you, but you already know about. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Here we go. My husband goes to the dispensary, but I know because I see the trash. Okay. My wife has a secret credit card that I know about. My husband has a cash stash he hasn't told me about. My husband goes for luxury pedicures and thinks I don't know. Ah. Ooh, the luxury pedicures. Yeah, right. My engagement ring was originally meant for someone else two years prior to meeting me. Oh. Hmm. My boyfriend of nine years thinks I don't know that he's hidden my engagement ring next to his video games. Okay. My husband bought plane tickets for a 4th of July weekend, and I found out because it popped up on my airline app. Mm. My husband has no idea that uh, I know that he bought and is using the new iPhone 12 Pro Max. I know my wife throws out my favorite not necessarily healthy foods and treats from the fridge and says the kids ate them or they went stale. Ah. <laughs> my wife backed our car into a light pole but said someone must have hit our car on the street. I witnessed the whole thing from our condo. Oh, my God. My husband's secret is that he has a stash of Oreos and candy in the bottom drawer of his desk. Neither of us is supposed to be eating sugar. Ah. And finally, I know she accidentally saw my dad naked and blurted out, wow, that's why. Uh, uh huh. All right, uh, Violetta, the secret they're keeping from you, but you know about. Uh, um, um, a lot of good ones. I'm going to go with the engagement ring I have was meant for someone else. Okay. My engagement ring was originally meant for someone else two years prior to meeting me. 
I am going to go with, uh, I know she accidentally saw my dad naked and blurted out, wow, that's why. Hmm. Whip, you picked today's winner, though. I am going to go with, uh, I saw her back the car into a light pole. I saw a visceral response from Whip on that one. That's just really interesting. My wife backed into backed our car into a light pole but said someone must have hit our car in the street. I witnessed the whole thing from her condo. Just can't wait to see when and if you decide to call her on it, yeah. what she's going to say. Oh, yeah. I want to keep that one to yourself for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Until you really need it in exactly. your back pocket. <laughs> Big stack of stories on weekend wrap-up. This is the second best. See Brad Pitt, uh, according to the Irish Mirror, is kickboxing and learning knife fighting in order to play a hitman in his next movie. Oh, Makes all right. Very seriously. Glad it's for a movie anyway. Yeah. The knife fighting part. Uh, the kickboxing, that's just standard. Well, right. Knife fighting. Brad is in the process of retraining and rewiring his body for a stunt-filled action film. Get yourself ready for that. I hope I can go see it in the theaters. Yeah. Prince Harry and Meghan Markle reportedly quit social media and are very unlikely to return amid online hate. Really? Right. If you're them, why, why do you need it? Uh, you got everything you want in life, probably. Why do you need the hassle? I think they were using it to yeah. to spread the agenda of the different causes they're involved with. And then, of course, you know, all the haters come out. Right. That's, uh, I feel like a lot of people are, if not quitting, at least powering down on their social media. Yeah, I was off of it all of Sunday. I didn't post one story on Instagram. That is unheard of well, for you. One in, whole day? Well, until, one whole day of not showing like a cookie you were eating? I, I know, or, I know. Or the, the way you tied your shoes? I or, know, yeah. I know. And I pulled it up a couple times. I'm like, I already, it says no stories. Why add one now? But right. I, well, I did put one at 8.30 well, before I went to bed. If you see that Social Dilemma show, again, they pretty much compare the whole thing to drugs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's pretty accurate. Kicking the drugs. Yeah. Prince William and Prince Harry uh, reconnected through video calls over the holidays and are repairing their relationship. You know, there is reports, or there are reports, that when uh, Prince Harry moved over here with Meg, the big Megxit, uh, <laughs> there was a huge fallout. <laughs> the way you say it. Yeah, nice. I know, you the hate big it. The yeah. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> that is weird. It is creepy. <laughs> Uh, that the two of them had a falling out, and now, uh, you know, brother's got a hug. Uh, sure. That, that, I think that, uh, what is it, uh, blood is thicker than mud? Something like that? Is that what it is? Blood is thicker than mud? I yeah. thought it was water. Mud, mud is pretty thick. That's true, but blood's even thicker. That's the point. I don't think blood is thicker than mud. <laughs> well, uh, I don't think know. there's any uh, anything thicker than mud. Because it rhymes well, though. Uh-huh. <laughs> Paul. Right. Oh, there was Harry right there. <laughs> he does have red hair. Lost he? his accent already. Blood is thicker than mud. Right. Is that really a phrase? That's uh, yeah. I didn't make that up. I'm not smart enough to make that up. I want you to look that up <laughs> while I do the rest of these because I don't know that I've ever heard that. <laughs> okay. Have you heard that, Swanee? Blood is thicker than mud. Yeah. Oh, your call cannot. Oh, look at this. Hold on. Oh, wait for Big Karwowski to confirm. Well, because he would know an old-time phrase. He knows old-time phrases. Yes. Hello? Hey, you ever heard the phrase, blood is thicker than mud? No. Water? Yeah, it's supposed to be yeah. water, right? Yeah. yeah. Water yeah. is water is the, the, the more well-known one, but the mud one is also out there. No. Yeah. yeah. 
months now. It's a, it's a, it's <laughs> Even ter- he's shutting you down. It's a tertiary uh, uh, a saying right. that really never made it. His son right. didn't work. Maybe no. true, but yeah. the, the, the... Thank you, Big you see you to bring it back. Season yeah, 4, is. Episode 8 of The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air well, is actually called Blood yeah. is Thicker Than Mud. Well, that doesn't mean it's a phrase. It well, just means I... that something wacky with mud happened on the show. <laughs> I got it from somewhere. That that's from 1993. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's an Indonesian socialite who has booked an entire plane to avoid uh, COVID-19. Ah, it's a card a man who wanted to fly to Bali but feared COVID decided to take social distancing to extreme, booking every single uh, seat on a flight there. Now he's got his very own plane. Why didn't he just fly private? Maybe it was it Probably cheaper. what it would have cost him. I wonder if he did the math. He, I, I've got to believe he had to, right? Yeah. Otherwise, that would be just an pure insanity right there. Swedish Film Festival sending someone to remote island to watch 60 movies in one week. Ooh. What kind of movies? All kinds. Swedish ones? Yeah, Swedish uh, Swedish ones for a film festival, <laughs> which means uh, a lot of subtitles, which is going to be painful. <laughs> Speaking of painful, Wisconsin nursing home throws COVID-19 vaccine disco party. Oh, Aww. vaccine. Okay. Probably find some video of that in Brookfield, Wisconsin. Brookfield's congregation home threw a party Saturday, COVID-19 vaccine disco party. It's like a party. I'll have a vodka martini, by the way, said 86-year-old Navy veteran Robert Fisher, who is at the Congregational Home for Physical Rehabilitation. Our nursing home residents have endured 10 months of not being able to see their families. This is the first step towards changing that. Well, that's Aww. nice. That's beautiful. That's really nice. Hopefully they get to see their family soon because blood is thicker than mud. That's right. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> and finally, a new study says your coffee whip, of which you drink a significant amount, yeah, could be giving you that acid reflux. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Once in a while I get that. Yeah, maybe uh, that's it. New guidelines suggested in a research letter that you can lower your risk of gastroesophageal reflux, GERD. Yeah. The main symptoms include acid reflux and heartburn if you just dial back on the amount of coffee that you're enjoying. Oh, man. Okay, now I know. You like Rolaids? Uh, no, I never tried Rolaids. You know Maybe I should. Sometimes they call coffee mud, too. You ever heard of that? Oh, yeah. 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 A couple months. It's all working out, coming together. Top three things currently trending on Twitter. Over there. Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> I remember my first trending on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what happened there. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> okay. Uh, top three things trending on Twitter. You ready, Violetta? Yeah. All right, at number three. So, Nagy trending nationwide right now as fans are not impressed with the performance of the Chicago Bears head coach Matt Nagy in the wild card game last night against the Saints. We all know the Bears lost 21 to 9. What do you think, Whip? Oh, I think he'll be okay. Really? Coach Nagy's back. Yeah, I think he'll get at least one more year. All right, uh, Leno on the line, our final Leno on the line tomorrow morning at 840 with the Big Bear. Okay. Did you get a chance to see the video of the Javon Wims drop from behind Mitch where Mitch threw it? If you're the camera behind him, mm-hmm. right in front of him, the Big Bear collapses. Like, oh, man, that one will sting. No, I haven't seen it, but I want to. a good to. one. Trending on Twitter, number two. The Bears game was on Nickelodeon last night, and we all know that didn't end well for us. But fortunately, Twitter has a very short attention span, so they changed gears and asked, what's the best Nickelodeon show of all time? Mm-hmm. The top three right now are Double Dare, Rugrats, and, of course, SpongeBob. SpongeBob. That would be SpongeBob, yep. right? Yeah, You they watched had... it on Nickelodeon, right? I did. I watched the entire game on Nickelodeon, which seriously made it easier to stomach watching the really? game. Yeah. What was your favorite part of the Nickelodeon broadcast? Uh, I think the slime zone was what they called the end zone. And uh, so then they would sort of pour virtual slime over players when they scored a touchdown. I I saw a clip, too, when you uh, kicked a field goal. It was through SpongeBob's mouth. That is correct. (laughs) That is correct. Yeah, Will Lutz of the Saints, I think he missed a field goal at one point. And then uh, Nate Burles and the commentator is like, maybe SpongeBob scared him. 
Yeah. Could have been. Yeah. All right. Trending on Twitter number one. From SpongeBob to Goldfish, Pepperidge Farms announced that they have a new goldfish flavor. It's cheddar and sour cream. And the new fish hits the shelves later next month. Can't go wrong with goldfish. Thanks for listening to the Eric in the Morning podcast. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe so you don't miss a moment of Eric in the Morning on 101.9 The Mix Chicago.